Hi, I'm Barbara Bogave, and this is the Marketplace Money Podcast for the weekend of January 11th, 2013. It's been a busy week in the personal finance world, lots of news, and a lot of it coming from Washington. So to get us started, I've enlisted the help of David Gura, one of our D.C. Bureau reporters. David, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Barbara. So let's start with the D word, shall we? The Federal Reserve announced this week that we are taking on an increasing amount of debt, not as a nation, that's a whole other story, but as individuals. That's right. Uh, we're talking here about consumer credit. Consumer credit rose more than $16 billion in November. That's compared to October or the month before. Well, that sounds like a ton of money, is it? Well, it is. $16 billion would be a lot anyway. But the key issue here is that it was $2 billion more debt than we racked up in October. And that means not only are we still digging ourselves into a hole with debt, Barbara, uh, but we're digging it at an increasingly rapid pace. Uh, Those are November numbers, though. So I'm guessing that the increase uh, could have been pre-holiday spending. Well, that's a good guess. I mean, we had Christmas and Hanukkah and more sort of online sales than you could shake a stick at, but that actually wasn't the case. Uh, the Fed says people were not using credit cards to buy holiday gifts. That debt was primarily racked up uh, for car loans and for student loans, things like that. You could see all of this as a good thing. I don't want to paint too negative a picture here. The fact that people can get loans now is good. The fact that they are confident enough to buy is a good thing. So at face, the more Americans shop for stuff, Barbara, the better it is for the economy. But on the other hand, if they're shopping, they're not saving. Well, that's true, too. And this this increased borrowing is sort of a reversal of a trend we have been seeing of paying off debt and saving. And uh, you're right, that may not be so good for us in the long term. Well, in other business news uh, this week, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau announced new mortgage rules. And this is the so-called qualified mortgage. Yeah, so these rules say that lenders who want to sell loans to Fannie Mae and, and to Freddie Mac will have to sort of pre-qualify borrowers. And what that means is they'll have to confirm a borrower will be able to pay back a loan before the lender makes that loan. So this is a different standard. It's a tougher standard than we've had, and that could make it more difficult still to get a mortgage in the future because lenders are a lot less likely to make those exotic interest-only type loans now. Oh, so that's how this trickles down to individual borrowers. Exactly. Well, we'll have all the details on the qualified mortgage and what it means for the rest of us on our website, marketplace.org. But now to a D.C. story that we're likely to be talking about around the kitchen table for a long time to come, guns and gun control. Vice President Biden held a meeting to discuss gun policy this week, and he invited Walmart, which is the biggest gun seller in the U.S., I was wondering, though, why do people buy their guns at Walmart rather than a specialty store? You know, in most cases, if you go to Walmart to buy guns, you're not really dealing with a very experienced staff. Um, You're going to Walmart to buy a gun for the same reason you'd go to Walmart to buy clothes or groceries or cleaning products.